Hello, welcome to this week's episode of Union Matters, NSGE's weekly podcast. I'm your host this week, Holly, and I'm joined here today by Sandra Mullen, NSGE's first vice president, Darren McPhee, NSGE's secretary treasurer, and Melissa Marsman, board member and chair of the Human Rights Committee. Welcome to all of you. Thank you. Thank you. Hello. So uh, we are in the midst of the holiday season, and this is a time when we start thinking about giving back to others. But the NSGU really does give back all year round. Why would you say it is so important for us to do this as a union? Um, We're part of the communities of Nova Scotia. We're always singled out by government. And when we're, we're trying to show that we're not only workers working for government and agencies and companies, we're actually part of your community. And so being part of your community is doing with your community. So not only volunteering, but actually giving back to the community. So uh, we do give back to the community in a few different ways, uh, both in time and in financial donations. So Sandra, you are also the executive liaison to our Women's Issues Committee. This year, I understand the committee has launched a new 60 for 60 initiative. Uh, Can you tell us what that's all about? Sure. The Women's Committee in the early part of the year decided to celebrate the 60th anniversary of NSGEU by donating 60 hours of time to various community groups. We started with Feed Nova Scotia. We have an eight-member committee plus myself as liaison. So we sorted food with Feed Nova Scotia. Uh, We moved on to our next event, which was uh, volunteering at the Lodge That Gives here in Halifax. And we brought our women's committee over and we cleaned the 160 windows in the lodge uh, for the Cancer Society. And, you know, we, we enjoy doing it and enjoy giving back. These organizations depend greatly on the efforts of volunteers. So we have a few more hours to give this year and so we're looking for somewhere else to donate some time. That's a great initiative because a lot of the time people will say that your time is actually the most valuable thing you can give. What kind of feedback have you gotten from the different organizations you guys have worked with? Well, it's certainly two, two ways. The organizations are thrilled to have us as a group committed to putting in some time. Um, they also have educated our committee members on the services that they offer. And just seeing the organization at Feed Nova Scotia and how all of the donations that they have and all of the food that they receive from various parts of the city uh, and the province need to be sorted, weighed, wrapped, whatever. So our committee members really learned a lot, so that was very informative. And then our time at the lodge, a lot of the women that we had with us there that day knew nothing about the lodge that gives and the services they offer to all of Nova Scotians. Excellent. So it was a real learning experience for everyone. Absolutely. Um, So on the other side of things, we actually do make uh, monetary contributions to a range of organizations. Uh, So far in 2018, the NSGU has actually made donations to the tune of over $52,000, which is a pretty substantial amount. It's interesting because the labor movement as a whole, we advocate for an ideal society, a society where really people shouldn't need to rely on charitable donations or shouldn't need need that at all. And we want everyone to have fair wages and good working conditions. Uh, But until we've managed to achieve this standard for everyone, I guess we're, in the meantime, we're trying to do our part and give back. Um, Is that kind of how everyone feels about that? Yes, for sure. I think that, you know, as you strive towards ideals, there's things that you need to do along the way 
make sure that you're getting towards that. So besides uh, giving time and publicity on, on the efforts that we raise as a union, um, we're also giving back to the community and making sure that things are available for people who don't have those opportunities. Uh, so Darren, what are a few of the different charitable initiatives that our union's involved with uh, this year? Convention directs three-year donations, uh, province-wide donations. That's a bulk of what we do on a yearly basis. And um, the last donations were, as Sandra had said, Feed Nova Scotia is a, a large one. Um, Transition Houses of Nova Scotia is another one. Kids Helpline is another one, which uh, we had a presentation to the board from that. And just knowing what that donation does and how much that donation is needed uh, was pretty uplifting to hear that presentation. So um, not only do we give to these agencies in the community, but they came back to tell us what that donation has done for us, which has really um, kindled us to continue those donations for many agencies. And without that donation, many agencies would have circumstances that they'd have to look at on, on what happened. So as a board member and as your secretary treasurer for NSGEU, it was really uplifting to hear that a small donation of $5,000 can do so much. It really makes a difference. It really does, yeah. yeah. As our secretary treasurer, Darren, I, and you've been on the executive for quite a long time, uh, you touched on this a little bit in what you just said, but could you explain as a union how we decide which organizations receive financial support? So at our triennial convention, there's 42500 now. It was a different amount before, but at one of our conventions, the amount was changed and it was up by the convention delegates. The board brings forward recommendations for the agencies that we would divvy up that 42500 for, and convention will debate it and look at it for the next three years. Okay, so it's really ultimately decided by the membership at convention every three years. Yeah, the bulk of that. Uh, the rest of the donations, our board would have approximately $10,000 a year with of discretion that we would get requests for, and the executive have about $5,000 a year that we get requests for. But uh, again, they, they come in and they're voted on, uh, like everything else. So yeah. the board would be voting on it, the, and the executive would be voting on it. Most of the agencies and things that we would give to would be um, social, humanitarian, or labor donations. They would be uh, not individual donations or donations to companies. They would be more around um, strikes or uh, labor agencies like Mayworks and, and things like that that would be in the community doing things for our members and uh, raising the, the level of uh, the standard of living for people in the communities. Okay, so it's a democratic process, but there is some flexibility as need may arise. Yes, okay. yes. Excellent. Uh, and we talked about this a little bit earlier with Sandra, but we don't give back just through our financial contributions. Melissa, you are the chair of the Human Rights Committee. Can you tell us a bit about some of the initiatives that the committee takes part in that give back to the community? So we've started a new initiative. It's called Feed Our Future, and that's going to run from January to June 2019. And what we're asking is for every member that has a meeting at one of the four NSGEU offices, if they would bring a non-perishable food item. Um, and then in June, we're going to have Feed Nova Scotia come in and take all those items. So we thought as a committee that uh, when the children aren't in school during the summer, there would be a need for people to go to the food banks and that would be a good way for us to help. 
Um, and another one of the Human Rights Committee's big annual campaigns is the Socket to Poverty campaign. What's that all about? So the Socket to Poverty campaign is uh, for members to donate new socks, mittens, gloves, so cold weather items. Um, they can bring those to any of their local meetings. Uh, the end of January is when we distribute all of our items. Any money that we raise, and to date we're at $4,500. We go to Stanfields and Truro and we buy bulk amounts of socks and we divvy them up between the eight regions within Nova Scotia. Wow, yeah, and so I looked at the figures from last year and the committee collected more than 2,100 cold weather items like hats and scarves and socks yeah. and distributed throughout the province. Does it go, is it regionally? Or? Regionally, so they go to the eight regions. So if members are interested in making a donation this year, who should they get in touch with? Well, members can contact their presidents uh, for a list of the places that we distribute our items to, or they can check the link on the website. And if not, anybody can email me or the Human Rights Committee. We have an email address on the NSGEU website. Okay, cool. So the other program that a lot of our members might not know about yet is um, the Cancer Support Fund. It's a relatively newer program um, that NSGEU offers to members. Uh, can you tell me a bit about that, Sandra? Sure. The Cancer Support Fund was actually created through the Women's Issues Committee some years ago. And it was administered externally for a long time through the QE2 Hospital Foundation, which was wonderful. But it was a lot of work on the persons at the foundation that had to confirm that the applicant was a member. This past term, they turned it back to us. And so it's administered within NSGEU by one person processing an application. The application is available online. In this case now, we're doing gift cards of either gas or food. It's a $200 one-time contribution that we will send out to the member, and it's for the member or their immediate family. So the idea is really to alleviate some of the financial hardship that may be experienced by someone who either has cancer themselves or has a loved one who is battling cancer. Their immediate family, yeah. Okay. And it is somewhat started by the Women's Issues Committee, but it's been funded ongoing through the union at convention, and the locals can donate and so on. Um, and so this year we have given out almost $9,000 to members who are affected by cancer. Um, that's a pretty great amount and uh, it sounds like it does a lot of good, this program. It is. It's been very well received by the members and it also provides some anonymity to the person applying because they're not seeking support from their local, they're not having to identify to somebody, look, I may need something. Yeah. Um, and certainly from the local perspective, they can recommend if they hear of somebody in their local who is undergoing treatment or have need for, for assistance with travel and bills, um, that they can make that application should they wish to. So we also sponsor a student at the Cody Institute at St. of X. Um, Darren, could you tell me a bit about what that's all about? Um, a number of years ago, we were contacted by the Cody Institute for a donation. Um, the Cody Institute sponsors uh, an international um, course every, every year with uh, it's nearly 100 students from around the world that apply. Um, they come to the Cody Institute to learn skills and abilities to bring back to their country to uh, develop governments, to develop labor organizations, to work on human rights, 
um, things like that. So when we got the first request, it fit really well with a national donation that we had to do through our national organization, Nupchi. Um, so we started do donating through that a number of years ago, and in the last year, all across Canada, all of our brother and sister organization unions um, in each province uh, through Nupchi uh, decided that everybody had established those international donations so we no longer had to send any of the funding to Nupchi. So at the board this term we decided to continue with the Cody Institute donation and uh, to use all of the funding from that to uh, create a scholarship for somebody that's coming from another uh, another country and we would sponsor a part of the costs that they bear to come here to learn all of those skills. So usually what happens is um, the Cody Institute will pick somebody who lines up very well with um, us as a labor organization, us as a humanitarian organization, us as having very strong women's issues uh, uh, committee and, and background. And that participant will come do a presentation. They, the course is from June until December. So those people are leaving their families. And most of them that have come have had families. And they've left their families because they're dedicated to um, building their own skills and abilities to ensure that they transfer those skills and abilities to building their own communities. Um, so they're very... Uh, humble people that we're, we're meeting from, from everywhere. We've had one from Uganda, one from um, Northern Africa, one from the Caribbean this year. Um, can't remember. Ghana? Ghana, yeah. This year. So um, they're, they're from everywhere all over the world, and we go down and participate uh, just in meeting them and seeing the ceremony that they have. But as an organization, you know, donating um, some funding to assist somebody that's going back to really develop their own abilities and skills in their community fits so well with the way that we, you were talking a few minutes ago about giving back to our communities. Yeah. This is giving back to other communities who otherwise may not be a community. Yeah. Has like a ripple effect throughout their where they're from. Really. Yes, and being at the board and hearing their stories would give you shivers just yeah. to mm -hmm. hear. I mean, you know, we sit around thinking about giving donations because there's unfortunate people in our countries, and their unfortunate situations in their countries are really at a different level than, mm -hmm. than what we're talking about. And and it's really good to hear that we can do something. Mm -hmm. um, we may not be doing a lot, but. It's interesting because we've just talked about a few vastly different initiatives that we've been involved in over even just the last year. Do you feel like people and even our own members are really aware of the ways that the NSGU and other unions give back to our communities? I don't know that we've been very good at telling people or toting that. I know I myself remember when it came forward to convention because I presented it to convention on behalf of the board. So. Uh, for us as a union, it's not that long ago that we actually did start realizing that we are part of the community and we need to give back to the community. When we're asking the community to support our causes and, and the campaigns that we're having as a public service worker, as a home care worker, as a health care worker, as part of the community, we expect the community to help advocate on our behalf and and know what's what's going on. Well, if we're not showing that we're part of that community in other ways, then asking for 
government to you know look at us while we're bargaining or fighting for fair wages that we're not going to hold any credibility and we do so many other things in the community I mean as we were talking about before I mean we're not only um, public servants and uh, healthcare workers we're cub leaders we're church leaders we're involved in all organizations all across Nova Scotia and we just don't really tend to sell ourselves that way. We're always the job that we're at. We're yeah. not the parent and we're not the, you know, the volunteer down at the end of the road. Yeah, it really comes back to the uh, idea of our members aren't just the jobs that they do. They're also parents. They're also volunteers. They're also, yeah, it's, it's interesting. Um, it will also be very interesting to see what delegates at our upcoming convention will identify as priorities for charitable donations for the next three years. So I think that's everything I have for you guys today. Uh, I really appreciate you all joining us. You're Thank welcome. You. Thank you. Uh, we will let you get back to the board meeting now. <laughs> and of course, we're wishing everybody a happy holiday. Yes, obviously. <laughs> um, to our listeners, thank you so much for tuning in to Union Matters. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please don't forget to subscribe. We're also on Facebook and Twitter at NSGEU. Have a good one.